Nine out of 10 blog posts are never read. Are you one of the nine? Hey everybody, Ben Hodson from Job Nimbus with the Building Business Channel. I've got Tim from Hook Agency with me today. Super excited to have you. Want to talk about content marketing. You guys are experts at this and I think a lot of people aren't. And the, the thing that you told me before this was that uh, a large number of blogs are never trafficked by anybody, right? How, yep. What is the stat? Actually? I think it's 90.8 and that's from HubSpot. Wow. 90.8%. Uh, so. Nine out of 10 blog posts, zero traffic. Zero traffic, not even zero. one page Zero view. traffic. Well, there might be one because you looked at it yourself. Yes, actually that's <laughs> that's the truth. I've seen that a lot of places where, you know, that happens, it's your mom. Yep, yep. Yeah. Okay, so obviously that's not a great situation. Why aren't people going to these blogs? Everybody's yeah. writing all these cool things. And I mean, real quick, just to sit on the problem for a second, a little bit longer, which is frankly, it's not just no money for your company, it's negative money because you spent time or you had somebody yeah, spend time. Yeah, what's the average on... cost of a blog post I, these I days? I don't know what, you know, if you have like an internal person, like a, an office person or something like that, if you're a couple hours of their time, maybe it's mm -hmm, cheap. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's 30 bucks, 45 bucks. Well, you got hosting yeah. and you got yeah. some other things to that too. I've seen right. other people spend as much as 1000 and $2,000 yeah. on one piece of content and and better be a good one, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Or, or you know, all the way up to I've seen some crazy stuff where it's like this super deep hub of content, right? Um, up to like 30k, something like that. Whoa. But the point, the point that I'm getting at is, it doesn't matter. Um, yes, there's not a lot of traffic, but the biggest thing is that it's money down the drain. Yeah. It's money down the drain. It's time down the drain. And if it's your time, that's even worse. Well, it's, it's totally ineffective. Yeah. It's not giving you any benefit yeah. either. And there's, there's small business owners spending two hours. How much is your time worth? If yeah. you're blogging on Saturday morning and you're burning out on blogging and you're not seeing any traffic. So what is the solution? Yeah. What do you, you know, do? What do yeah. you do? The biggest thing that I can say is, first, first of all, the reason it happens is because nobody cares about you and a lot of people just talk about themselves. We talk about ourselves over and over again. We think that's going to win. Or we're talking about what we're interested in. Okay, so, I mean, there is some best practice around don't yes. blog on things that you don't know, yes. right? But, but a lot of companies are just talking about themselves. Yes, exactly. Okay. And that's a big mistake we just make in our marketing in general, right? Where it's all about us, like we're the best, uh, we're the best roofing company in Arlington, right? Like, um, we'll beat any quote or whatever it happens to be. That's talking about you. What about the homeowners issues? What about, what about them? And if you make your marketing all about them, you say you more than you say we, mm -hmm. um, those types of things matter. And the same goes with your content marketing. If you're sitting there answering questions that your ideal customers have, you're gonna do a lot better. And so I, a good rule is that you, anytime you, somebody asks the same question in the sales process twice, that's a good time to maybe add it to your content list. Of, so that's, yeah. that's how you find your yep. uh, target content. Yep. Listen to what your salespeople are hearing yep. and a customer asks this thing more than once, yep. that's probably a good candidate for a blog post. Now, yes. why is that? Why is that double asking rule so useful? Because they're more likely to Google it too. Yes, you know? yes, they're actually searching for yep. those things then more, more likely, right? And when you share that content on social media, you know, you can't just build it and they will come. You want to be sharing this pretty wildly too. You should have a promotion strategy around your content, not just a creation strategy. Okay. So vigorously share your content. 
I use a tool called Buffer that you can just really quickly, uh, and a Buffer Chrome extension. This is tech real quick, but the- B-U-F-F-E-R. Yes. It's, a, it's yep. an extension you get for Chrome, so you just yep. go type in Buffer in Google, yep. say add Chrome extension on exactly. your Chrome browser. Yep, and then it will allow you to hover over an image, so you should have a, a featured image for every blog post, um, and then you can hover over it and share it from there, and you can schedule it out five times if you want to, which is a good a good thing. You want to be able to and share it a lot. And share it out through your social media? Social media platforms, yep. Okay, so, so Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, yeah, wherever. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And so, that's one really big one, right? The questions that they're asking. Because they're, if, they, if five customers ask something, let's say we you know, went to five customers, then they're much more likely to be Googling that as well. It's just basically you're using these, this real context that you have to assess demand. Yep. There should be demand for the content. The reason that 90.8% of blogs have zero traffic is because there's no demand. There, there wasn't a demand in the first place and or there's way too much competition. Yep. So you also have to assess, like if it's a real generic question, you may not have a really good chance of winning that. You, should, you also should Google it yourself and see if there's 50 other blog posts. So is the best practice then to take, like it's a generic question, like how much does a typical uh, you know, roof cost to get yep. re-roofed re or whatever? Yep. And would you zoom in on an aspect of that problem? You yes. want to get more specific? Is that exactly. the, the tip? Yep, exactly. So once you Google that and you see that there's 50 other blog posts out there like that, then a good thing to do is just get a little bit more specific. How much does a cedar shake roof cost? How yes. much does a um, metal Asphalt, roof cost? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, the more specific you make, yes, also there's people searching for that and you're just more likely to do There might be... There might be less people searching for that very specific question, but you're more likely to rank. So it's just assessing but competition. It's less important about the number of searches. If, if there's a million people searching on one thing and your content is down on page 100 of that in Google, it doesn't matter. Exactly. If, if 30 people a day are searching on one thing and you're the number one hit, yep. that's actually better value content, right? Absolutely. I will say that there's a couple exceptions, right? Like if... If it's like five basic questions that everybody asks, maybe you should have that on your website and just like feature it like somewhere. Like an FAQ or yeah, something. Yeah, that's okay. That's good. It's just basically we also want people to come to this website. We want this. Yep. We want to be a trusted authority for these topics. And that will help your other money-making pages rank better on Google. Mm, so content okay. is not just about the social media shares. It's not just about ranking for that specific question, getting an answer, and then becoming a customer. It's also them, it's also Google's algorithm respecting your website as an authority. And yep. I say respecting because it's hard to explain the algorithm really quickly, but suffice it to say, if you have traffic from Google and if you're answering questions and if people are spending time on that website, you essentially, like think of it as like points. You get points that essentially transfer into those other things. So if I'm trying to rank for roofing company Arlington and I have 20 questions answered that people are spending time on the website related to roofing companies, related to roofing pricing, related mm -hmm. to roofing colors, then my actual money-making pages get higher on Google because Google says, this is an authority website. Essentially, what we're trying to do, besides just have that social media content, is create an authority website 
A lot that of people, people in the industry use the uh, Google algorithm lingo. Maybe people don't even know what that means. It's just a fancy way of saying there's a giant calculation and it really is giant, like a giant math problem that content goes through and then Google decides who gets to see what. When you type in a search, it runs through this giant math problem and then sends you back stuff based off of their criteria. And But if you just had to boil it down, what's the most important thing in content? Is it content quality? Is it keyword uh, density? What, what's the most important thing? That it answers a difficult problem that customers have and that there's not so much competition that you'll never <laughs> So get specific on your problems yep. and answer specific problems. Yes. Don't get general to your content. It's exactly. not a good strategy. Exactly, because a few years ago, let's say 10 years ago, you could just be the person that kind of put out this vanilla content that barely does anything. And as the, the me's of the world, and as the content marketers of the world have filled the glut of content, so like business owners might remember this. They just had to barely blog and they could kind of show up on Google, right? Yep. Now it just gets harder. We have to create more quality content. That's the worst advice ever because everyone says it. Create more quality content. All right, buddy. Yeah. Um, but what but is that? But it's actually kind of true. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. the absolute truest thing, but it's also cheesy. Yeah. But how do you do that? You know, it's, it's really zooming in on pain. It's empathizing with people. It's spending a little bit more time. It's adding video to your content mix. It's How involving is other people right too. I know in, in years past, text and indexing was really big on Google's algorithm. Yep. And now they've moved a lot more towards video, right? Mm. How important is having a video strategy in your marketing right now for content? I think it's absolutely crucial. And it goes to your sales strategy too, because you know there's opportunity to create relationship with people through video. They see you, they, they're more likely to trust you. They look you in the eyes, you know, you're looking people in the eyes, they're more likely to trust you. Yep. So as a business owner and your top salespeople, you can scale them out with that method, with that eye contact, with that friendliness, and you can put it in your emails too. So if you have follow-ups, um, you have, hey, we're about to come out and do your roof, emails, you can actually have the salesperson, you can scale out your best salespeople. And video matters for ranking as well. I know that we're going to talk about SEO here yeah, yeah. Uh, in another video. But in content, you want videos. I embed a video in almost every single blog post we do. And whether, you know, sometimes I embed the same video in multiple blog posts. It's just a related topic. You'll see big companies like Forbes and Inc. and Entrepreneur.com and stuff like that. They do this strategy, right? They, they end every blog post with their best couple videos yep, yep. that like, this is time on site. Yep. We want time on website. That's a big one that helps Google know what kind of interest people have in your website once they click through from Google. They click through from Google and they go to your website. Google is tracking when they come back to yeah, their search. Right. So you want we call it dwell time. We want to dwell D W E L L. Yes. Yep. We want to increase dwell time. So ways you can do that. We have a big image. Ideally it's not a stock photo, but hey, I know we gotta have some stock yeah. photos sometimes. Ideally, it's got a smiling person. In it. But okay, so yeah. best practices here. Yep. You got you got content that's very specific. Yep. You've got an image that's yes. very critical. Do not just do text. Yes, right. Exactly. How many images? Just one is good I think enough. I, I think I shoot for like three. Three, three a blog mm -hmm. post. So you want to break up the text. Also break up the text with headlines. Ah, tell us about that. What's so, a, what's a headline? Yeah. So uh, headline, you know, just let's say you introduce a new topic. You're talking about citing color trends for 2021 because you're ahead of the curve. 
you also have these other topics that are kind of along the same lines. You want to go, you want to go into, hey, what's the trim look like? What complementary trim colors? You have that as a subheadline. You're introducing a new topic. You're answering a, uh, another important question, and you want to use keywords uh -huh. in your blog posts. Subheadlines matter because when people are scanning your your content, they're going to need. A lot of people scan content. Yeah. No, it's actually the most common way that people experience content yep. on the web right now yep. is they don't read anything. They just look for keywords, bolds, boom, boom, done. And know? it can get you customers. You don't yep. they don't have to read your full blog post or your full landing page to become a customer. So empathize with them, create subheadlines that have the the meat of what you're trying to say in them. So Almost like outline bullet points. Exactly. Right? And answer it. Don't be afraid to put the actual value into the headlines. Mm -hmm. And no offense, but people that are moving quickly, you know, like homeowners that don't have a ton of time, they're actually probably more likely to buy quickly too. Yep. So it's okay to think of this as like, you know, they're moving quickly and they're, they're more likely to make a purchase quickly too. How important is it for me to have my own content writers on staff? Is there some criteria that you yeah. think is the best practice around who should be yeah. writing these at the company? You know, Dmitry Lipinski was in here this morning and he, yep. uh, he roasted us. Oh. Uh, at this last conference he had about video. Or he last... roasts a lot of people. He, I love him. Hold on to your hat. I'm grateful <laughs> I that it. I've been roasted by Dimitri a, a couple of times. I just touched the mic. I'm grateful that I've been roasted by Dimitri. He was talking about how he thinks it should definitely be somebody in your company blogging. Yeah. And we blog for people. So obviously, like, oh, oh, Dimitri, how dare you? Yeah. But actually, I totally agree. I wish. I like, I preach it. And in fact, everybody, like a lot of roofing companies, like under 1 million or something, I'm like, I'm gung ho. I want them to blog. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I preach it from the mountaintops. I'm like, you should blog. This is so good for you. It's so good for your rankings. It's fun. You learn a lot. Your staff learns a lot. Unfortunately, a lot of them don't do it. Well, because it's work and it's, it, you don't see immediate benefits, yeah. right? And so it feels like there's always something more important. Exactly. And there How is long a lot of can times. you expect from the time that you make a blog post until you'd see some kind of benefit from that? Is Too it long. That's why. That's why okay. no one does it. Well, the, in the meantime, you share it on social. Yep. And you get some feedback and you generate brand awareness. Okay. And you get in front of people that are more likely to refer you. So social is sure. great for that, right? You get referrals from that. Yep. So you have to bide your time with that. But as long, if you really understand the fundamental principles of how content marketing bolsters, bolsters your brand, gets you in front of ideal customers more often, you will invest in it. But most people listening to this will not. Nine out of 10, whatever. Seven out of 10 will not. So those, it's frankly, it's a good thing. Like it's a good thing most people are not going to do this because otherwise it wouldn't work as well for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Tim, thanks for being here today. Really appreciate it. Great advice. Yes, um, kind of just to recap here, you guys got to put in the work and you've got to get that blog post a week. That's like the big thing that you should take away from this. So comment below. Tell us how much you're blogging right now. If you're not at all, tell us why not or what's working for you. We'd love to hear more.